First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis, and tonight on Whiskey Business, no whiskey. What? We'll explain tonight on Whiskey Business. Dina Tripodos, and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey, but not tonight. Tonight, in only the second time in the history of this little podcast, we go dry on whiskey business. And uh, the reason, I think actually when I started to think about the whole thing, uh, tonight we're going to have some, some fun reminiscing. The theme of tonight's podcast is it was a good idea at the at time, the time. <laughs> <laughs> which is what we've always said after a, a night of uh, drunken stupidness and a little bit of overconsumption, hungover, whatever the case might be. We're going to share some of our favorite and at times worst drinking memories this evening. And our guest tonight is a very, very dear friend of mine. He's been on the podcast before. He was uh, more than willing to share his talents when we were doing the premise, yeah. which we hope to come back to. We got to do that again. We got to yeah. bring it back. But Jeff yeah. Gage is back with us. Woo-hoo! And Jeff said, hey, is it a, I, I'd love to do the podcast, but uh, I, I quit drinking. Is that a problem? And we've had non-drinkers on the podcast before. No, it's not a problem. But then I started to think about uh, a lot of people are doing uh, Sober September. And some people, as John Whitney pointed out to me, said, I always thought it was Sober October. Oh, that rhymes. Uh, you know That's what? Good, yeah. it, uh, any month of the year could be a yeah. sober one for you if you choose to. But a lot of people have been doing or sober all of September. Can't be. And I thought, well, so I thought tonight, why not why not, if we're gonna talk about drunken behavior, why not do it sober? And, <laughs> yeah, and try it that way for a change. Time for a and break also uh, a salute, uh, a nice non alcoholic salute. To everybody out there who is uh, actually trying Cheers. to go sober in September and go. maybe trying to uh, change their ways, we'll find out why Jeff decided to, to quit drinking here in just a little bit. And uh, so cheers. cheers. Cheers to everybody cheers. who is uh, uh, attempting and succeeding at sobriety. Amen. God bless it's you. hard. You know what? Everybody's got reasons and everybody's got their own reasons why and their own reasons why they don't. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into all of that. As well, tonight on Whiskey Business, because uh, I know that as a, as an adult man, it's now at 63 years of age, it's harder to recover. Mm-hmm. From, Isn't it? Uh, oh, from, yeah. From, it, uh, sure. It's harder to recover. At 38, it takes me a week. Yeah, when you, when you, when you <laughs> tell me your little stories about, oh, man, I'm like, Pussy. Yeah, that's, that's the word I'm thinking of, but I'm like, oh, man, you have no idea. Uh, but before- I got spots on my liver older than you, kid. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but before we get into all of that this evening, I want to say thank you to the Columbus Podcast Awards. 
Uh, we are fast becoming the Chicago Bulls of uh, Columbus podcasting. We three peat. The comedy podcast. We three peat. Wow. Thank uh, you for voting, everybody. This is yeah, awesome. Thank you. Congrats. We won best comedy podcast of the year again. You think it was Andreessen? Wait, comedy? About 20 times. Andreessen? <laughs> Rick Andreessen. <laughs> uh, you know, whoever, whoever voted, voted. Let me see that, Johnny. And. Uh, <laughs> And you add that to a podcast of the year, which we got the very first time. I don't. I'm starting to think you're not allowed to win podcast of the year more than once. Uh, maybe, maybe let's start that rumor yeah. just so we yeah. say we after the first one we George Washington did so that that's, the people that's it. So. Win. We, that's did right. you get the? Were you at the awards? I was ceremony? at the awards. Yes. Did, did, did you get the stink eye from the other? Uh, nominees no, was, no, I did not get the other stink eye. And I was, you know, and, and there were some great nominees. There was a, one of the nominees was a, a podcast that. Uh, called Canned Air, which uh, I'm a fan of, which is, you know, deals with a lot of pop culture stuff. And uh, <laughs> I, we get best comedy podcast, but if anybody has any history in listening to Whiskey Business, yes, almost on each and every podcast, we laugh and we have fun and there's yeah. comedy, but we get involved in some very serious, serious topics. Um, uh, last <clears throat> week, our last week's podcast was, uh, was a very deep, uh, dark and serious one, which we suggest that you... Uh, check out as yeah. well without going into more detail about that but just go into the archives and and, and check it out because it's become one of the more compelling podcasts this part of the podcast members. is retracted you <laughs> know <laughs> no, it's not no it's it's become one of the more compelling podcasts so you could get another award next year for dramatic well yeah podcast. That's right true yeah. crime that's right yeah. true. they always say that They're, comedians are make some of the best dramatic actors exactly maybe comedians make some of the best dramatic podcasters yeah, absolutely <laughs> that's right i don't know i doubt it Start doing uh, start doing podcasts about hauntings. <laughs> hey, well, speak no, of speaking of which, right? speaking of which, we got our Hansberry's wishes coming true on October the 11th. That's right. Uh, we're doing our first ever live Halloween special. It's a Halloween special, like uh, you know, Home Improvement that used to have and oh, all that nice. stuff. Yeah. Are you uh, gonna dress up? I mean, well, so our podcast. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> Costume optional. Costumes are optional. Uh, so we're we're doing a live podcast. At 451 Spirits, which is in front of a, uh, in front of a in, studio audience, right. not live on here yet. Correct. Oh, nice. Right. Uh, so you can buy tickets. Uh, we've got links on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but uh, we teamed up with our buddies at 451, uh, our buddy Jesse Hubbard, who is uh, behind St. Russell Productions. Mm -hmm. uh, but you ask about uh, costumes. We are, one of our guests is uh, is going to be uh, Hope uh, Madden and George Wolf, right. who uh, do a horror movie podcast, and they just made a movie. Uh, so they're going to be our guests. Oh, wow. yeah. The first thing he said was, "We're wearing in costume." They're wearing costumes. So they're wearing okay, costumes. So they're coming in costume. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress up as uh, somebody who knows uh, what the hell they're doing on a That's daily right. basis. Yeah. I thought that'd be kind oh. of fun. And exciting. <laughs> I'm Robert <laughs> Evans. I'll be Robert Evans. I think. Oh, <laughs> Robert, Robert Evans. Evans. That'd be great, Bobby. You gotta get that smoky voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bobby. Oh man. Uh, Hansberry, where are you going? Oh, I got a prop. I got a prop. You got a prop. Yeah, I just got this. I got this in the mail today. All right. Okay. Very nice. excited. The boy loves Halloween. This is, congratulations to our boy. This is our other guest. This is our other guest, yes. <clears throat> Bucky Cutright. Who was the on the podcast last year. Of Haunted Cemeteries of Ohio. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? He's My been wife on the show would, before, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. My wife would love that. She she loves the the haunted. Uh, she would love. Uh, she should go back and listen to our our podcast with Bucky. It was uh, one of our one, last again, Halloween. One of our, yeah. Last Halloween, yeah. one of our more popular. Kind of hard ones. to take a guy serious named Bucky. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe he I believe he uses his author's name yeah. in the book. He's E R. 
E R Cuthright. E R. If you have initials, and then you like have to take. Yeah, right, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just got this in the mail. He's got a new book out. We've had him on. Uh, he does the Columbus Ghost Tours, but he's going to be our guest. Oh. Uh, at this live whiskey business. Yeah. Uh, so October eleventh. It's a Tuesday. We got Bucky. We got uh, Hope and George talking about Obstacle Corpse. And uh, are we going to have music that we say? Well, so uh, Chad, who uh, owns and runs Four Fifty One, he's a musician and he's got a bunch of stuff there. So we talk about maybe uh he could play um i've got a halloween song i was talking to him about maybe playing too so oh, we'll, no, it, no, well, no, i don't think we're gonna dang i was trying to slip it in i was trying to slip it in i'm sorry we're we're, we're full we're out of time <laughs> cut for time <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to bump you to next <laughs> halloween <laughs> not enough room on the marquee right Sorry. Uh, you're going to get a lot of, of, of this uh, on social media. We're going to plug the hell out of it because it's going to be fun, and, and we want you to come. T- yeah. So tickets are 20 bucks, but you get a free cocktail. Uh, Jesse Hubbard's making a cocktail with uh, all the stuff there at 451. Yeah. With dry ice. Uh, so which, have, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dry it's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward uh, and, to it. Uh, anyway, and, uh, yeah, there's... Can't wait to uh, see you guys you know, out there. The place is not big, so once it gets full, it's full. You know, once it's, once it's done, it's done. So I'm pumped. But tickets are available now as we speak. We'll get to the other business later. I want to start talking yeah. to Jeff. Subscribe. We, smash the subscribe button. Yeah, smash that. We'll, we'll get to the more details towards the end. But a thank you to Evergreen podcast network for for uh letting us be in your podcast family so we have to get that one out of the gate right? yes. every time jeff gage how are you buddy good man good to see you. I, I i just uh, thanks for oh thanks for having me i just like that smash the button uh like smooth, if smooth, if you smooth. actually did smash the button that wouldn't that not work if, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think so so I mean, right? there's something wrong that. with that term. Politely click. Yeah. Politely yeah, click. Right. Just click. <laughs> click here. Yeah. You can go sexy. Massage yeah. that button. Massage that button. Get Massage Gently that rub button. it back yeah. and forth. Work it. Work it. Faster, faster. No, 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 slow, slow down, slow down. Now faster again. Hard. Smash it. Oh, man. So... Um, we're sober. You and I, yeah, the, yeah. yeah just anyway, and we're sober. You and I. It's the first time ever, I think, we've been together and, and sobriety's been involved. Uh, uh, we go this back. Is, this is a first. We, yeah, go, right. we go way back. Uh, yeah. Comedically speaking, we go back to improv days. Yeah. But then at the Funny Bone, especially when it was at the Continent. Yes. Um, we had many uh, uh, a libation adventure. Oh, yeah. Uh, over the course, Absolutely. Of the course of the years. And had a damn good time doing it. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, just throwing out ideas, just spitballing. We right. remember going to uh, the Danube afterwards. Like we, a bunch of, of comics things, would go man. meet afterwards. It was it was, and it, was just, it was the it was the best. <laughs> you know, you, you, are you almost took me? them out there with the, <laughs> adjusting the mic. You almost smashed my button. <laughs> yeah. Um, great uh, callback. Yeah, that, that was. Uh, <laughs> That that was like that was classic, man. That was great. Yeah, the was, dude was it, open till like two o'clock in the morning, right? And it was back when you could smoke in a restaurant as right. well. So you'd have all these great comedic young comedic minds just gathering after an open mic night or after a, uh, after a show at the Funny Bone. And, and they served alcohol too. Yeah, they served yeah. alcohol and food. You know, yeah. you get the the, the, the the French fries with beef gravy, fried mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, it was it was like I always compared it to the movie Diner. You, you, yeah, you, right. You, right. And yeah. It, it, it felt like it felt like diner. You got these friends who bust each other's balls, and 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 a lot of funny stuff came out of those nights. 
and a lot of drunken nights. Oh as well. yeah, a lot of drunken nights. Yeah. Well, you know that, and that that's the thing. I think part of my drinking condition, I you know, I hate to blame it on that lifestyle, but you know, because I didn't drink as a performer or on stage, we always drank afterward. Uh-huh. Well, after the show, the audience is already five drinks ahead of you. So right. it's time to play catch up ball, right? You know, uh-huh. I'm gonna take this into the fourth quarter, you know, and get some, get us into overtime. Well that's it. So it's like you get off stage, it's like I want two beers, three shots. Let's but, go. Now let's even the playing oh, field. Uh-huh. Now I'm ready to party. Let yeah. me suck these down and we can party. Yeah, because you guys, aside from maybe taking a sip of water to, to hydrate yourselves, you really right. didn't have the the casual. I, I always had a drink on stage. Yeah, you, and you and did. back when comedy clubs were allowed smoking, I, I smoked and drank on stage. Yeah, I was happy absolutely. as a clam, and so I was right there with the audience. Sometimes yeah. ahead of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a couple of Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You already, have you seen those? Yeah, yeah. 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 There been a couple. That was of, a festive holiday spirit. Uh, That's right. Yeah. That, yeah, that and I'm not saying this in a bragging way whatsoever, but some of those Christmas shows were ridiculous. I think one year I did a shot for every comic on stage. No, somebody somebody in the audience said if you do a shot for every comic and there was that year there was like 15 or 8 some some crazy amount of comics, more than 12. Yeah. And if you do a shot for every comic on stage, uh I will double whatever you guys make. Well, you know, it was for my charities, so that's throw, right. Throw down. That, I know, Chip, you're you laughing. had to do our, it. The, our fifth Beatle, Chip, Chip Cassell's in the background chuckling. I did it for the cha- I did it for the kids. He did. Right. It was all for the kids. I did it for the kids. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, maybe I, those one of those kids will give you a liver later. Maybe you know? right <laughs> when you're right. ready for a transplant. Wouldn't that to be the best, most heartwarming story? <laughs> hey, kid, you owe me. I saved your life. Oh once. man. <laughs> It's a, farming it's a that's a Hallmark strategy. movie waiting to happen. <laughs> the Christmas with the Christmas without a liver. It's just <laughs> it's just great to see Santa Claus shit face. You know, just that, that's the thing when you see whenever you see a Santa Claus out of context. I had a friend of mine dressed as Santa Claus years ago. Speaking of drinking, and this is at close. He wore it just so he could, you know, get girls to sit on his lap at a bar uh-huh. basically because the guy was that was know. never my motivation that's a hell no of no, no was going no. record to saying that <laughs> but uh a happy coincidence that i just remember leaving yeah i just remember leaving the bar and see this it was surreal you know plus i'm already buzzed and i look out and in the middle of the street is santa claus squaring off fist fighting with some <laughs> <laughs> You know, these scenes you don't expect to see in your lifetime. It's like, ah, oh, Santa's uh, duking it out with somebody out in the middle of the street at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> that's great. And that seemed perfectly normal. Jesus. You know, for 2.30 in the morning, that seems reasonable. You know? Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite quotes in the in the cocktail book that I wrote uh, some 12 years ago, the 25 Days of Christmas Cocktail. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, that's one of my favorite quotes in the book that I that I wrote. I said, don't get drunk with a mall Santa. Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember anything you asked for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good, very true. So uh, I want to I want to get into where you're at now with with drinking a little bit later. Sure. But, for, but to kick this off, as you go down your your drinking history, as it were, right? Is there is there is there one one spectacular moment that you recall that you were like? That was my all-time 
once again, the theme, it was a good idea at the time and then went awry. Can you remember any major story or are there? Uh, are there are a there... lot of them, uh, you, I remember the beginning part. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you remember? And then how... there's a blackout, uh, you know, and then you wake up and go, wow, what ha- I must have spilled that bottle of whiskey. I just opened mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, uh, and then you go, no, you drank the whole bottle. Right. You know, it's like, oh, shit. That's why I feel like crap today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so I I don't remember anything. Uh, you know, I used to always associate, you know, because it's a party, right? You have mm-hmm. cocktails at a party. Uh, everything's associated with fun. And I just always associated alcohol with fun to the point where I thought that's the only way I could have fun. Uh, if, I, if I don't have alcohol, then you see, know, what's the point? That's you know? the problem. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a problem. That's, it, go ahead. And everything's a party, you know. <laughs> to like, kind of build off that as a comedian, do you equate, oh, I got to be funny, equal, funny equals you know drunk? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm, I can't be funny, or I can't come up with yeah. clever things unless I'm... Yeah, no, because I I never drank before shows. It was always after the show. I mean, occasionally I would have one, but uh, I learned early on. I mean, because we did improv and it was ensemble work. Gotta be sharp. Gotta be sharp. And you're trying to communicate on stage with other actors. Uh, It was, uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, this is a good drunk story. There we go. (laughs) I knew knew we'd get to it eventually. we, We did a benefit show. For uh, and they hired us for this uh, benefit thing to entertain a bunch of golfers at a at a country club, and they had uh, this is this will tell you how this was when um, Fritz the Night Owl was still on the air. Oh wow! Fritz okay. was wow. there. He was the MC, and uh, that was one of when I first got to meet Fritz. Actually, one of the one of the first times I met him, and uh, so. Uh, Fritz is there and, uh, you know, and and they had an open bar and, you know, we're doing it. It's a benefit show. We're not getting paid, but I'll take my payment and alcohol. Yeah. You know, it's what we thought, yeah. you know, and we're two young of the kids. greatest we a- words in in the comedian lexicon. Sure. Yeah. Open bar, open bar yeah. or a wedding, mm-hmm. anything, yep. you know, look yeah. out. It's time to get my dancing shoes. on. Right. <laughs> um. So, you know, and we were supposed to, uh, they were doing a golf outing, everybody's going out, and they somebody thought it would be a great idea to have the comics uh, at each green to heckle the golfers while they're trying to putt, you know, or they're putting out. <laughs> in theory, and I don't know if you funny. guys, yeah, it is, it sounds funny, in theory. Sure, yeah. Um, but if you've ever golfed or know anybody who's a serious golfer, these guys hated our guts. Oh, I bet. And, I, and so... Uh, we realized after about three holes of going, hey, miss it, you know, and, you know, saying shit. They're like, shut the fuck up. You know, these guys were like, I'll club you. And we're like, okay, we're we'll back. Yeah. So uh, we said to the bar, you know, and so we stayed in the bar and got shit faced before we were supposed to close. All right. Now these people already hate us because we were heckling them and while they were golfing. <laughs> They're, they come in and see us, and we're shit-faced. And we're like, hey, who's ready to have a good time? And you had to do a show still? We still had to do a show oh in God. front of people who already hate us. Nice. And we're drunk. Mm-hmm. And nothing's going right. And even... Uh, 
uh, Mike Loftus might might tell you this story. I, I mean, I remember it. Uh, you know, there's a heck. They're heckling us. They're saying shit, just ra- yelling out random shit because they've been drinking the whole time too. And uh, <laughs> and Loftus says, "Oh, I didn't recognize." Uh, he goes uh, <laughs> something to the heckler. He tries to use the heckler like a stock heckler line. He goes. <laughs> I didn't recognize you with your dick in my mouth. <laughs> with your dick in my mouth. That is like, right. Hey, Michael, I think you got that back. Yeah, got that back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that that at at the end of that gig, you know, we took, tucked our tails, got out of there. Fortunately, we didn't have to wait for to get paid <laughs> like, right, right, right. like you do at most clubs, right? Um, but uh, that's when we instituted the rule: no drinking before shows. Good one, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you got to learn your lesson. Yeah, we did, we and learned. then apply yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, speaking of Loftus, uh, and speaking of, of drinking, um, I re- I remember his uh, his wedding. Oh, uh, right. I remember that. Oh, speaking of drinking. Speaking yes, of drinking. I, yes, I do. Who was responsible for almost bringing that to a screeching halt? Oh, boy. Yours, that was uncomfortable. Th- yours yeah. truly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you? Oh, uh, yeah. We yeah. had, uh, I had uh, uh, a big flask in my tuxedo okay. pocket, yeah. and, and we were in the rectory, I think, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. have heard this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then the priest came back and, and saw that, and he was, oh, he was not happy. No. You would have thought we were in a Baptist church. Yeah. <laughs> I will stop this wedding. Yeah, I will stop this wedding for that. You know, and like, okay, okay, you know. You got to cut, smooth it over, huh? And you had to smooth it. Well, over. I don't even know if I smoothed it over. I got to be honest with you. At that well, point, they, they got he, married. Though he, they they got married. Yeah, they did get yeah. married, but, yeah. but still uh, married. Still married. Yeah, there you go. but uh, yeah, I was like, that's funny. Was, All because you had a flask. Were you yeah. drinking out of it? We oh, yeah. We were, we, we, were we were passing it around. Yeah, passing the whole around wedding the, party. Yeah, the whole, yeah. everybody. We yeah. were all, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I got married, the priest gave us that spiel, like, this is a holy, you know, it was a Catholic wedding, so mm-hmm. he gave us the, this is a holy sacrament, blah, blah, blah. If, you know, basically, if you come in here drunk or shit-faced or, you know, hungover, you're out. Who does he think he is? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought Catholics like to drink. Yeah. Well, but, but then and then we did communion and the party, and then it was Elf. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The priest is shit-faced <laughs> yeah, at the reception. Yeah, I wish I would have yeah. thought of that. Oh, I can't have whiskey back here, but we're going to have wine later yeah, during right. the ceremony. Yeah. Fine. Hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Jesus and Jesus turned water That's into right. wine. Yeah, it was his idea. That's always a Catholic like a go-to line to justify party. Yeah. Hey, Jesus yeah, drink right. wine. Hey. I think if Jesus could have turned water into whiskey, the Bible would be way different. Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be a lot more wars. <laughs> yeah, a lot know. more hillbillies <laughs> involved. <laughs> What about you, Hansberry? And you're, and you know, you, so you're the youngest of the yeah. group here. So your memories are probably a, a, a bit more fresh, or sharper. Uh, well, I, and thinking- I said fresh, not sharper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, this is the most recent one. Okay. Uh, and, and actually, <coughs> since then, I, I've actually cooled down. Uh, well, actually, too, we've talked about it before on this podcast. One of the Halloween episodes, like maybe four or five years ago. Oh, God. Like I'm, you can go back and watch the podcast, and I'm doing this. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what were you drinking? What? Whiskey, whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. 
The joke is that, you know, we have 100-proof whiskey, and it's going into a 40-proof body. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the old granddad. Yeah, proof. it might have been. Old been granddad. The, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, the 100-proof stuff will uh-huh. sneak up on you, won't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it I do it. Uh, I, I only had two. <laughs> yeah, right, two bottles. Yeah. Uh, there, there's this Columbus band called Camp. And all the kids oh, like yeah. them. They're huge. They're yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and my buddy, uh, it was it was one of their uh, realtors. You're a realtor, aren't you? Yes. He, yeah. he was one of their realtors for like. For, so he's like, "Hey, uh, I got these tickets. You want to come see camp?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah. This is all the cool kids are going to see camp. Yeah. I've never heard of them. Like, whatever. So I I didn't care. I was sauced. And then towards the end of the show, uh, it's they're a great like, word, by the way, well, sauced. Mm-hmm. That is. <laughs> they're like, oh. Uh, we get to go. We go, go. Go back to the green room. I'm like, fuck yes. Then that's when the weed starts coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, so now you know it's a rock show, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm from sauce to loaded. <laughs> but I was to- toast, and uh, my buddy left. He tried. He and his wife tried to get me to go with them, but I was too cool to like. I wanted to stay. I wanted to be yeah. with the rock stars. I uh, woke up in uh, the, you know, like right outside of Kimball Live, there's like that green pasture. (laughs) There's like a green, there's like a grassy area right by the, uh, uh, like the parking lots. I woke up there. Uh, uh, My phone was dead. And so I'm freaking out. I basically, (laughs) so I'm like, oh. Fuck. So I get up. Did you hollering. know where you were though? Uh, after it, I, it, it, or like, were you, did you like sp- sleep there all night yeah. long? Well, uh, did you wake up in the morning? So yeah, I woke like, up. Oh, oh, what a time! What a beautiful day! <laughs> I was spooning with a homeless guy. <laughs> Uh, no, so no, but I, luckily, so I walk and I'm hump, like bubbling around, like trying to find somewhere and I find a bar that is closed, but the, uh, the, you know how like afterwards the bartenders always like hang out yes. and I just like yeah. kind of stumble in and there's this w- two people. One was like this bitch who was like, get out of here. And the other guy took mercy on me. I was like, I just need to charge my phone, man. So I just sat there. He got me water, charged my phone. I looked at it. It was 4.35, and it had like 16 missed calls from my wife. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. <gasps> Someone's in trouble. Uh, I was fucked. And the worst part about it is I go home, and she, where were you? Where were you? And I I didn't have an answer. I, no, I, the, the only thing you got at that know. point is the is the sad truth. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, that's when you come clean. Exactly. You, 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 if you try to come up with a story right. at that point, you're yeah. just you're just yeah. Yeah. sinking deeper into uh, the abyss. So that that I thought was it until the like later that morning, uh, my buddy who I was there with called me. And was like, oh fuck, dude. Oh man. <laughs> and I go, oh god, what, what happened? Yeah. Uh, I barfed all over the green room. Oh man. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's wow. not green anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Chunky or, green. Or greener. Yeah. Sure. Or greener. Yeah. Depends on what he had yeah. for dinner. Uh, yeah. that, but that was a turning point for me. You, you know, I mean, I think you can agree. Like, sometimes there's, mo- like, shitty moments where you're like, all right. And then you take stock and you're like, all right. It, I mean, not that I'm uh, a saint now and or I'm not sober, but sometimes there's, like, things where you're like, all right, sure. I got to rein it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moments in your life where you realize I've been oversauced. Yeah, oversauced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and somebody has to, like, you know, help you piece it back together right, right, right. the yeah. next day. And You're, it's like, yeah. like that movie Memento. It's like, wait, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't dancing on a bar stool with my <laughs> pants around my ankle. Wait, I, I thought I dreamt that. <laughs> I guess I did 
Yeah, you know that's that that's a true story. That's another drinking thing. What or, you were you had your pants around your I, ankles? I, apparently, I did. Yes, and I did remember once somebody told me, "Man, you were shit faced Saturday night," and I was like, "I did, I yeah, I was, but I don't. Rem- I where were you? I never mm-hmm. saw you. you. Were at the bar? I was like, I didn't go to the bar. I was at a party, <laughs> and then I remember. Wait, yeah, we did leave the party and we stopped for a night. Uh, uh-huh. And he's like, "Yeah, you were dancing on the bar and you had your you were shooting the moon there. You know, I had your pants." Shooting I'm the like, moon. "Wow!" And then it start. Uh, you know, it, it's like that fog. It's like, oh shit, I did do that. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of remember it, you know, but I would have could totally forgot yeah. it had it not. <laughs> Somebody reminded you had your pants me. Pants down by your ankles. You shot the movie. Yeah, you're and a, now you're wanted for murder. Yeah, you're wanted. <laughs> what? Yeah, but what? I gotta get out of here. What's this little piece of paper in my pocket? Um, first, uh, I went to Ohio State, and we, you know, we we partied pretty hard. But I remember my 21st birthday. We were all drinking before we were 21. Oh, sure, right. But when uh, I officially yeah, right. turned 21, a uh, uh, pants around the ankles story. Um, I remember saying to my girlfriend at, at the time, like, uh, I, I never really cared for my birthday to begin with. I said, I'm turn, I just want to just ease into this, turn 21. It's not like I haven't been drinking. It's not going to be my first drink. We went to what I think now is the Thirsty Scholar. It used to be the Black Forest Inn yes. on Lane yeah. Avenue. Yep. It yeah. was the Black Forest Inn. And um, some of you who are longtime Columbus, Ohio residents might remember a lovely short little lady uh, Esther Craw, who used to play, yes. who used to play the accordion. Esther, yeah, she used yeah. to play at Dibbles too. And, and, yeah. and at Planks, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. And she was right. this short little lady, and she sang and played. She was playing at the Black Forest in that time. And uh, word got out that it was my birthday, and friends started to trickle in. And before you know it, um, more than three sheets uh, to yeah. the wind. And uh, I was even back then. I was a huge Frank Sinatra fan, mm-hmm. and so to 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 cap it off, I got up on the table, dropped my pants, not complete, not not complete trout, just in, in my <laughs> in, 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 in my underwear, and sang my way, being accompanied by Esther Craw on the accordion. Oh she played my, my way on the accordion, and I sang my way. At, at 21 I was doing it my way mm-hmm. and it was like one of the greatest and saddest moments of my, <laughs> my life all at the same time <laughs> uh, all at the same time it wow was, yeah yeah it was uh, it was it was great that was like and I go here okay that's the first big story what was the first time what was the first time do you remember the first time you got drunk yes As, yes how yes. old were you uh you know I hate to say it but I was probably 12 or 13. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I started young. I mean, I, it was the Mm seventies. Come on. Everyone was doing it. I did Um, it about 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not, Oh, Whitney, you're not escaping this little, this conversation. Don't worry. I'm coming to you in just a second, my friend. We got Colt 45s, the tall cans and, uh, somebody knew how to shoot beers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so we were and uh, you know, when you're 12, you know, and you're shooting a Colt 45, and you do about three of those. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. You're, yeah. Oh, my God. Your uh, body's not prepared for that. Yeah, no. you're not. You know, that's a, a, 12, now, a 12-year-old body's not, yeah, not, not prepped no. for that kind of 
alcohol and, uh, abuse. You know, you, it, it was daylight. It was still daylight. It was in the summertime. We were walking on the tracks, uh, railroad tracks, and you know, because you, you know, couldn't it's probably be warm it. too, yeah. right? Because yeah. you had to hide them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Was they the were de- yeah. yeah. It was summertime, so they were definitely warm. But uh, yeah, I just remember being drunk with my friends, and uh, you know, that's when my drinking started. Did, was did that you, young? Did you yeah. get sick? Uh, not that time. Uh, got sick another time. Uh, spent the night at a friend's house and drank vodka. Uh, he got a, some. Ooh. Somebody got us a fifth of Smirnoff. And all he had was Dr. Pepper. Oh. oh. So, and we were camping out, and he had, like, uh, his father had, like, a wood shop, but they had a, a patio thing with a pool table. So we stayed out in this out in this wood shop. So his parents didn't know we were out there. It was just uh, a buddy of mine and another friend, and there was three of us. And three of us pounded a, a fifth of vodka, you know, at, like, 14 or whatever. We weren't even old enough to drive. Um and I just remember, uh, you know, what I do remember was waking up in, a, in my sleeping bag and it was covered with vomit. Yeah. And oh. I remember not drinking vodka for about 30 years mm-hmm. after that or Dr. Pepper. <laughs> the, just the, you know, how you have a bad experience with something. It's like just the smell of it, you know, just like, oh, no, I'm not never going to touch that. The stuff jingle, again. the jingle would make me kind of go. Yeah. I'm yeah. A pepper. Like, He's a like pepper. sensory, uh, you know, sensory. Yeah, yeah it just reminds you of that really bad. And that was my first really bad hangover, too. Uh, I woke yeah. up that next day, and I had thrown up. What I was, my head was throbbing. I was just sick. I'm, what, I'm sure we were smoking pot, sure. too, back then. And what, what is it we don't learn? We don't learn. You know what I mean? In theory, we okay, great. You kick this habit when you're 14. You, yeah, you know what right. I mean? Right. Never, never, I never mean, do that it, again. That goes back and to then, the old adage, what doesn't kill you yeah, makes yeah. you, unfortunately, stronger. Right. You start yeah, to right. think that you're invincible in that particular yeah. arena. Now, Johnny's told this story on the podcast before, but it's one of my favorites. The uh, first time that you... The first time I got drunk was... Well, my mom, she liked her scotch. She liked scotch on the rocks. And uh, it, so I decided I was going to try it. My mom likes it, so I, I'm going to try it. Sure. It's good enough for mom. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I probably... Well, I, it was like scotch, and I think there's some whiskey and some vodka, and I mixed all three together into a glass. <laughs> And I drank it all, and I was—I started really feeling weird, obviously, because I'd never been drunk before. And I decided, I'm going to get some ice cream. Uh, so uh, I hopped on my bike, and it's about a half a mile. Oh, yeah. The bike, when you're drunk, yeah. is a, always Not a, good. Yeah. And I'm like 11, 12 years old. I'm going yeah. up the hills. It's a very hilly area, and I barely make it to Basket Robins. And there's this thing called the Matterhorn. It was a giant... <laughs> A giant Sunday with with twelve scoops of ice cream. Holy! So oh. and they they knew I was fucked up, man. Because <laughs> I was just kind of like bobbing around. And I'll take that. And I got it all, and I went outside, and I ate it all. Just sat down. There's there was like a, a curb stoopy thing outside. I just ate it all. Got on my bike, and maybe got two or three blocks, and I I, I hopped off the wall, well, fell off the bike, and fucking just puked all over one of the yards. Oh my God! And then I went home and tried out one of my dad's cigars. So no. Oh yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> no, say. I was gonna say I never heard the cigar story. He fucked my neighbor. Uh, <laughs> fucked my neighbor. <laughs> and then I was wanted for murder. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's. There's my always got to be a murder. <laughs> murder. 
I've uh, done that before, though. I've I've done the uh, have you, have you ever done the the vomit and then ah, it's time to go get another drink. You know, mm. uh, that, yeah, because, that's when you know you're yeah. Yeah, really, well, like you okay, rally. that's all I need to do. Yeah, is throw I, up a I feel bit. better now. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go. Yeah. Round two, cocktails. here we go. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did that at OU yeah. uh, while tripping and on quaaludes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Halloween, Just See, threw I threw up right in the alley in the street, and it's like, hey, it's time to go get some more alcohol. I was always pretty much uh, compartmentalized when it came to like, if I was in, in college, if I was going to smoke pot, I was smoking pot. Yeah. And if I was going to drink, I was drinking. If I was going to uh, drop some acid, I definitely wasn't going to do anything else. I I was very sectioned. Yeah. You know, that you was would just it, read some poetry and chill yeah, out. Yeah. yeah right. that, that's that's the way I would do it. Uh, and I, we drank in high school, but yeah. I don't remember getting, we drank, uh, we had 3 2 beer. Right. Okay. I remember. Yeah. All right. 3 2 yeah. beer. We drank a lot of the, the shit wines, the Annie Green Springs. The Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, the Boone's Farm, Strawberry yeah. Arbor Mist. Yep, oh yep, yep. Yeah. But the first time I got like sick was uh, uh, in West Virginia because we had fake IDs when we were sixteen, and you had to be eighteen to drink in West Virginia. So we had fake IDs to go to West Virginia, and uh, I remember drinking. I got sick on Uzo. Ooh. For the first time, yep. yeah, I drank a lot of Uzo, and I just remember. Uh, we were drunk, and we went to uh, with the the it's, it's it was called Elby's, which was the big boy version. Yeah. Elby's was a a big boy. Right. And went to, and I just and I got I. It's funny the little details you remember. I got the Slim Jim, which was just basically a nice uh, ham and and cheese sandwich. It was a you know toasted up. And it was delicious. And I remember <laughs> throwing that up in the in the in the in the toilet and what feeling my life just like. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you, man. Rocky yeah. Road doesn't come up very good either. Yeah, I'll bet. I would have loved this. <laughs> I was. I'm trying to envision you just drunk and ordering Matterhorn <laughs> now. All of it. Get the biggest one you got. The barkeep. Yeah. <laughs> I want all twelve scoops. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know who I am. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uzo and then. Drink. Yeah. But back then you would drink anything, right, mm-hmm. that you could get your hands on. Right. And, and you didn't know, like, you know, you used to drink, uh, you know, uh, lemon drops and all these, like, s- sweet shots. And, you know, it's like uh, drink uh, Rumpelmans and, uh, you know, all this. You didn't know any better. Sugary. Yeah. yeah sure. It's like yeah, it, on top of whatever else you were drinking, you know. Um because it just sounded like a good idea. Whatever this purple shit is, I'll, I'll drink that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you learn as you get older, hopefully, like, I think I will just stick with a glass of bourbon or, you know, I'm going to just have a beer. And, yeah, or, and that's kind of where I'm at if now. If you can do that, if you have yeah. the capacity. And in the five years we've been doing this podcast, and I'm, gonna, uh, and, uh, and I'm doing this with affection, but I'm going to call these two gentlemen out who I can't do the podcast without. But... And, and when it comes to long-term drinking, I better find somebody else to go long-term drinking with because, <laughs> because both of them get to a, get there fast. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and I credit their, their thin statures. Yeah. That's, that's uh, I'm a thirsty yes. drunk. They're, they're, I learned that term recently. Thirsty. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you just drink a lot. Yeah. They're sprinters. You're yeah. a marathon guy. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. And so, when I start swaying, it's over with. And then I fall. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw him. I saw him. I saw yeah. him miss a park bench completely. We were at a. <laughs> there oh, were wow. two of them. How can I miss two park <laughs> there benches? There was two of them. Just <laughs> we were at a film festival for our our film, The Street Where We Live, currently still streaming on Amazon. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we were down there afterwards and having a good time. And 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 Johnny had reached that that level. And he goes, I got to sit down. He goes, sit down, dude. And Oh, he sat down. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, Remember, there's like a group, there's a group of black people out there smoking, and they yep. just started. They, they laughed at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were, they were, they were amused by you. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I was amused by you. That's funny. Like, like I said, how do you miss two benches? <laughs> uh, were there two, or Jeff, were you just seeing two? I was yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think you bring up a good point about uh, you just drink like whatever you could get. Like I, I don't think I ever. I th- there should be like uh, alcohol education. I, you know, like, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm kind of goofing, but I'm serious. I like, think, I think it. I think there is <laughs> actually really some sort of. I think. I think if you want to get educated in alcohol consumption, I think. I think you could do it on your own. Well, no, no. Well, I did that, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what what 151 was. Sure, I'll drink 151. Yeah, right. Slap. You know, mm-hmm. like I. Um, I don't know. You know, why was I drinking this terrible fucking uh, lemon drops when yeah. I could have had uh, Buffalo Trait? You know, like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, now, yeah. You, you try of, all kinds of stuff, yeah. especially Rumble when you're younger. Mids. And uh, yeah. yeah that, I remember Gold Amaretto, Amaretto was Puffs. Do you remember Amaretto yeah. Puffs where oh. you would, there was Amaretto and something and you would slam it. And it was uh, yeah. All the slammers. Yeah. 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 They, they, you drink all kinds. And that sugary stuff is oh, what gives you the hangover. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but that that was like part of the festive, you know, mm-hmm. uh, part of drinking, you know, is uh, the shots thing. And there are certain holidays too. Oh, like God. New Year's Eve is always just a disaster for hangovers because you know you're having cocktails. Well, you got to have champagne later. Well, you probably yeah. had a, a glass of wine with dinner, champagne and then so you're doing. It. You've got uh, no. Now I realize I've been drinking vodka, wine, and champagne. Oh, Boy, yeah. I'm gonna feel great tomorrow. Oh yeah, you know, and I'm gonna kill that with some beers and you know, oh, yeah. smoke some pot on top of that. And, yeah, yeah. And what a and 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 what a shitty way to because I, I don't do New Year's Eve anymore. I, I've I've retired. I, I can't remember the last time I actually went out and and oh, did it up I, on on New Year's yeah. because what a shitty way to start the year feeling like <laughs> feeling like crap. I, it you is. Know? It it's really just, is. It's just, no, it's not the way I want to go into it anymore. Um, but, uh, you mentioned that no, no vodka for 30 years. That's still me today as we speak with tequila. Yeah. I I know a lot of people like that, Um, that had that, that bad tequila experience. And it was with, it was with my, uh, it was with my buddy, uh, uh, Vic Henley, uh, the dearly departed Vic Henley comedian extraordinaire, one of the funniest people ever who passed away uh, a few years back. And, uh, we were doing, uh, tequila shots after the show at the funny bone and and vic could drink tequila like nobody's business and i was just trying to keep up with him it wasn't my regular yeah drink and i remember i remember uh he was telling a story you know vic would always tell he's very animated tell a story yeah and he's telling a story and he burped he belched okay oh. he, he didn't throw up he belched but um when he belched he he, he brought up yep that's vic when he brought up he brought up uh, a very firm 
I, I called it a tequila brooch. <laughs> a tequila. I called it a tequila brooch. It was. It came out and it was right here. Sat on, on his sat, sat right here on his shirt. He went. He went. He burped and came up, and he kept on telling the story. And he's telling the story. He's telling the story, and he's got his hands up, and he's animated, and he's telling this great story. And I'm just watching the tequila brooch shake, you know, oh. shake and shimmer right there. And I'm fascinated. I'm like, it, it's not. It's there. It's right there. And I'm. It's. It's not moving. It's not Did going he anywhere. He had- no, he didn't know. He had no idea. No idea. And then we continued to drink, and that is the that is the one in uh, oh, the time that I woke up and did not know, and that, that did that scared me because I woke up uh, on the floor of my apartment at the time, little apartment in Clintonville, and had no idea how I got there. Yeah, and I, and when I burped, I didn't throw up, I didn't get sick, but when I burped. The, I almost because the smell of the and now when I even smell tequila and I know that they now they make some magnificent tequilas yeah. there's coffee flavored ones and and so forth but this was just good old fashioned Ooh. hardcore tequila I yeah. I can't yeah. I don't I can't even get get near it still and yeah. and when I woke up that morning I'm like okay tequila's off the list yeah I had uh, several of those I mean anybody who's done a great amount of drinking or has had that moment where you wake up you know and it's oh bright and early you know like twelve thirty in the afternoon and you're like oh how where am where am you know oh I'm home mm-hmm. okay. oh shit how did I get here right. i I've had that a couple of times and then I go out and see my cars there and it's like well, did somebody drive me home or did somebody take right. me home and deliver my car? And so you go out and walk around your car and like inspect it to see what did yeah. I hit anything on, you know, yeah. murder. murder. <laughs> now I'm wanted yeah. for murder. There's a man stuck in the grill. You know? it's like, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, there's a lot of scary things that, that can happen. And, and, and I don't, uh, these days, you know, I, 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 I knock wood. I've never been pulled over for uh, intoxication, driving while intoxicated. Mm-hmm. The only time I did get pulled over was on Halloween, uh, and uh, um, but I got a speeding ticket. But I thought at the time I was being pulled over for, for drinking. And I had been drinking, but I had stopped like three, four hours ahead of time. And I remember getting pulled over in Worthington, Chip. Yeah. Yeah. In Worthington, and I was uh, still dressed in my Halloween costume, which at the time was when the first Pirates of Caribbean had come out and was a huge huge success. And I was dressed uh, Johnny Depp-like with a parrot on my shoulder as well. (laughs) And and the parrot was still there. And uh, I remember the flashing lights getting pulled over and, and like... uh, I was I was trying to to just get back home as fast as I could after the oh yeah the night was over. You see and, those lights yeah, and your heart and, just and jumps so in like, your throat and you're like, and he, oh god, here we go. And yeah. he said to me, he goes, uh, "Have you been drinking this evening?" And and straight faced, I said, "Officer, no, actually, I've been the designated driver this <laughs> evening." And I was just, you know, I'm, I'm late getting home and from taking other people home. He goes, "You sure you haven't been drinking?" And I said, "Officer." Look at me. I'm dressed like a pirate and I have a parrot on my shoulder. Do you really think I want to go to a drunk tank dressed like this? <laughs> he said, you make a good point. I actually pulled you over for speeding. I said, yeah, I was. I'm late getting home. I was rushing to get home. I'm going to have to write you up for speeding. I go, 
deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, you know, and I did get a DUI. Uh, it was on my wife's birthday, and I was uh, the designated driver. Oh no! And I did. It was right when they lowered the limit to point oh eight. You know, this mm-hmm. uh, this was what twenty five years ago or whatever, and. Uh, and I, since I, it was her birthday, I was letting her drink, mm-hmm. and I had literally, I, I was going to have two all evening, and I did. I only had two drinks, and uh, so we're heading home. It's like one thirty, uh, you know, and uh, I felt, and I had stopped, like you, I had stopped drinking. I had two drinks. We were there from 8 o'clock to one thirty. Two drinks over the whole evening. Um, I was, I felt stone cold sober. And so I get pulled over and, uh, you know, cause it's one thirty, and the, and the state trooper pulled me over for going 60 and a 55. Okay. And, uh, just wanted to see what I was up to cause it was late at night and, uh, asked me if I wanted to do the sobriety test. I go, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, you know, cause I was like, you know, and so he said that I was drunk and took me to, and, uh, and. But I didn't think I was. I blew, and I was barely over. But, you know, at the time, I thought, well, this is bullshit. Right. You know, because, I, I, you know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even that drunk. But then again, I thought about that other story I just told you, where I got home, and I had no idea. So, and there were many of those. So, you know, life, I think life, I, it, it just kind of balanced. It was karma life, get, even, coming even, back even to get me. It's out. like, a, you, you know. You bring up an interesting point about getting pulled over. And in a future episode here on Whiskey Business, and I'm telling you guys right now, this will be an episode where you will not be driving home. You will, you will <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a designated driver yeah, or, or an Uber or somebody to take you home because my good friend John Saya, who, who is a DUI attorney, is going to bring the breathalyzer machine oh, here to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, there was, I want to be like Johnny fever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, you are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which, Cause uh, I remember years ago when he had a, a version of it, uh, because the breathalyzer, that's, there's some debate as to how right accurate it could be. And he had a, a, a party at his house one time and the people were testing the breathalyzer. And it's interesting because it's a party trick. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 but you know, and, and and people were drinking. It was a party, but you know, he had this new machine, and it's interesting because it's sometimes it's also apparently what you eat mm-hmm. as well. Yes, because I did. I had that night. I at, at that particular party, I had six or seven shots of Jack Daniels over the course of the evening, along with some beers, and then I blew, and I blew under. Wow. Under. His daughter, his youngest daughter at the time, had a slice of Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread. Good old-fashioned white Wonder Bread. And some of the chemicals that are in stuff that's in the... And she blew, and she blew over from a slice of Wonder Bread. I rest my case, Your Honor. (laughs) The Wonder Bread. He wasn't drinking. I was on Wonder Bread. He was eating sandwiches. (laughs) Case dismissed. No, but but uh, and and now that technology has gotten more sophisticated since that particular party. So John Saya will be joining us uh, with the machine and and telling us 
uh, the do's and the don'ts of what you should do uh, uh, if you ever do get in that situation. So it'll be educational, and of course we'll have some fun, but nobody, nobody drives home that night. Yeah. Or yeah. eat some wonder bread. You know, but that's that brings up another point. Like, uh, and you know, we've all had cocktails on an empty stomach. Right. And, you know, it goes almost like your main line in it or it goes right into your bloodstream because I, I know at least for me i if i haven't eaten and i have some cocktails uh you know it goes right to my head you mm-hmm. know so it does matter what you've eaten if you've had a full meal you can have a couple cocktails and barely feel the effects right you know but you blow um, what you blow yeah you I blow mean, what you're, and it doesn't every, mean you're gonna beat the and everybody's body's right. body's chemistry is different sure. in how it absorbs and processes alcohol yeah i, I apparently am some sort of freak of nature <laughs> in, in, in that respect but as i've gotten older it's just like you know with the uh arrival of ubers and lifts and so forth there's there's just no reason there's really no reason yeah you know, other than your own stupid, stupid self-confidence yeah. that you can do it. And, you know, yeah. I can make it, you know. Well, that's the other thing with alcohol. Uh, you Judgment. You tend not to make the best, ed- yeah, the best decisions when you're drinking. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. seems like a good idea at the time as a, the theme of our th- <laughs> Yeah, but, it seemed like a good yeah, right. idea at the time. But I was only I was only a mile away. Right. It seemed like yeah. a good idea at the time. Not that I'm not going to get an Uber to go a mile. Right. Right. And you know that's the thing. You, you and you'll do crazy shit mm-hmm. when you're drunk, uh, you know. I not me personally. I think I know my limitations or have learned them. Uh, you know, maybe when I was younger, we would do crazy stuff. Like I grew up on Lake Erie, so you would do, you know, we would party and go out on boats. And, you know, it's illegal to drink and drive a boat, too. Mm-hmm. But apparently back in the 70s, nobody gave a shit. Right. You know, so um, so you people were just if, well, if you've ever been to Putin Bay, I mean, you those people are everybody up there's trashed right you know mm-hmm. um so we would go out and do just open up boats and get shit faced and just climb up on the top and jump in you know you you're, you you thought you were indestructible though when you're you did 20 you did you know just do stupid shit and you go oh man i almost drowned yeah. <laughs> that was awesome uh, oh, you're a legend cool. yeah. yeah exactly and, and, yeah. and let's also let's throw in how your inhibitions get come down yeah. a little bit a, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the mistakes that we we made and uh over, over the course of, and what people say when they're drunk yes uh, yeah and, and which i i put a caveat in there because i i'm of the firm belief on some level that if you said something that you regret while you were drunk, you probably wanted to say it when you were sober, but you chose not to. You chose to have some discretion, and that discretion goes away. And I think I, I think a lot of truth does come out mm-hmm. yeah. when, when you're in that in that state of mind. And and some of the things you know, um, you know, oh, I, I, I I I I made a mistake and I, I slept with somebody. Yeah, you know, right. But I was drunk. <clears throat> well. Yeah, but maybe life. you always wanted to, and that was just your inhibitions the, being brought back down. Just a theory. <laughs> no, that, that's absolutely true. I mean, uh, I I know 
people in recovery and part of it is just being part of the whole recovery process is being honest with yourself Mm -hmm. and you know why you know that's one of the reasons why i stopped drinking like why do i drink so much and and the thing is with me is like i i stopped because i i couldn't stop once i started i didn't drink every day it wasn't a problem it didn't keep me from doing my work but once i started uh, it was game on. I'm gonna get as shit faced as See, I can. I've, I've never, and it doesn't matter whether it's dinner with another couple. Why? And my wife would bring this. up. Why do you have to be the drunkest person? You had four glasses of wine. Everybody else had one. You know, it's like I thought it was a party. Yeah. That's yeah. why. You know, yeah. because th- th- that was my mindset. And so you have to ask, start asking yourself and get honest with yourself. It's right. like, why am I doing this? That's that's am what I, I struggle with too. Yeah. Like, why do I? Have, and I had to learn it here specifically. Like, oh, I can have one whiskey and be cool. Yeah. And right. Not have to. Yeah. Have you to. don't have to. <laughs> it's not a race. Right. You know? Right. It's, it's not, not a race. But again, it goes to that thing, that mentality that I had of you know when I bartended or when I. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everybody else is way ahead of me. I got to catch up. So right. I just kind of conditioned myself to drink fast and get fucked up as much as I can so I can join the party. And now we're having a good time. And it was like uh, over years of just condition. That's just the way I drank. We, we, we mentioned know? it being uh, sober September for a lot of people who decide yeah. to go on, on the wagon. I, when I was on the road, uh, comedian, I mean. This is back when comedy clubs were open from a Tuesday to a Sunday. I mean, right. and if you're on the road and you're working three weeks out of the month, you're you're in a bar pretty much all the exactly. time. Exactly. And uh, and once again, my good buddy Vic Henley, I I stole this idea from him. He would do the uh, the January June cleanout at the start of the year. He would not drink the month of January, and he would also do it again in June and not drink. And it was kind of his own personal check mark to 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 gauge. If I can't go a whole month without drinking, mm-hmm. maybe I've got a, a problem that I need to address. And it, I, I did that for years. I don't do it so much anymore. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this podcast has kind of ruined that. Uh, but but uh, Blame the podcast. Yeah, blame the podcast. It's work. It's work. Yeah, it's no, work. But, but, I got to work. Yeah. No, but as I've gotten older, you know, and I, and I, and I go to bars with friends and they're like, you know, we'll do a, a beer and a, a couple shots and then somebody order another shot. And I go, no, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that. And during the pandemic, uh, a lot of people's alcohol yes. content increased, increased. A lot of people started drinking more. And I think a lot of people ended up getting a, a check like, OK, that, that that's that's too much. Right. You know, I don't need to be drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning, but there was yeah. nothing else to do. Yeah, right. there is something else you can do. Yeah. But there's uh, always something yeah. else you can do. And I and I like my whiskey i like my whiskeys uh i i I make another joke it's another quote from the book i don't drink compulsively i drink consistently there's a difference (laughs) (laughs) there is there 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 actually is because i was compulsive yeah i mean and and because i would go weeks at a time without anything and then you know but when i did drink it was like the the first you know, it's the old cliche, once too many and a, a million's not enough. Right, it, right. That's the way it was for me. So huh. I just decided, eh, I'll just stop. You know, it's uh, it's not like I had to go to rehab or, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I just had to take a look at myself and my my habits and just make a life choice. You, you feel know? better? 
I do. Yeah. yeah. I feel healthier. I'm actually losing weight. Yeah. It's a lot alcohol. Of calories. A, lot, a lot of calories in alcohol. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take care of myself better with, with exercise and diet and things like that. So, so how long did you uh, stop? <clears throat> how long did I, I've been a month sober huh? since uh, actually on the 15th. So nice. only only a month or so. Uh-huh. I tried a month pr- prior to that. And then I fell off the wagon and got shit faced uh, by myself in a hotel room, which, again, was a red uh, flag to me. I went to yourself, visit my parents, yeah, yeah. my, my mom for her birthday out of state and i stayed in a hotel and as soon as i had a drink at dinner and as soon as i left dinner i was like ah you know uh we're gonna go celebrate tomorrow i'm gonna go pick up a six pack and a pint and you know smoke a bowl and you know and i proceeded to get shit so shit faced that i the next morning when i met him for breakfast i'm hung over I'm like, why am I doing this? What, yeah. You know, what am I doing? I'm here to celebrate my mom's 86th mm-hmm. birthday, and I'm hungover, you know. And it's like, this has got to stop. Yeah. And then I got to ask myself, why? Why am I doing that? What? What is it? Why do I feel so inadequate that I feel I have to, you know, separate myself from reality? Right. Basically, um, so. So I, remember, I stopped smoking pot then too. Yeah, well, I, I remember. I, when, I remember when you quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, good for you." So, yeah. in the immortal words of Adam Ant, "Don't drink, don't smoke." What What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Diet and exercise, man. <laughs> Look at my buff bod. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Some people do go to the. They, they, they replace it with another extreme. Exactly. Right. That, right? That's you pretty know? common. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to give up coffee. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't do that. No. Um, Although then you would be wanted for murder. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I I haven't really replaced it with anything. I do have a cocktail, you know, because I had that ritualistic kind of cocktail. So now I just have like a sparkling water mm-hmm. with a little dab of fruit juice in it right. at the, in the evening. And that's, that's like yeah, my. Some of these are great. They're crutches. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we're you, drinking the liquid death. These things yeah. are called curious. They're just like non-alcoholic. I, I, I found that when I would do mixers. the January June cleanout, and I was amongst my drinking friends, that they would actually get defensive. Some people, yeah, yeah, like, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah and it's like, like you're not trying to convert it, it, no, anyone. No, I'm not. You know, this is, I'm not either. It's this like, is my choice. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, quit being such a puss. Drink. Yeah. Like, Oh, you think you think you're better than me? Because you're not. No, yeah. I never said that. Yeah, I never said I was better than you because I'm not drinking. I'm just choosing to take this month off. Leave me alone. You know? Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely true. You can't change other people. You can only change yourself. Right. You know? And it's like anybody in recovery is like you know, understands that. You can only control your own universe, and you know. So I would never, even when I stop smoking. You know, because a lot of times people, because when I smoked, the uh, people who stopped smoking were the worst. Ooh, yeah. get that out of here. Oh, God, oh, you're killing no, everyone in there. And it's like, I, I feel and they like were the a, worst. They I, were, and I was like, if I ever quit smoking, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. You know? I'm um, a pariah. I'm a leper. I yeah. know it. I w- and, and I do wish I could quit smoking. And I've tried. I've tried cold turkey. That's I've the tried, thing you try. I've tried acupuncture. I've tried hypnosis. I've tried uh, cold turkey. I, I, I've, I've tried. I've been successful for like a month at a time, but. Uh, yeah. What, what's your trigger? What, I mean, when you, you say you stop for a month, so that's like 
long enough to kind of detox because right. it is a, an actual physical. It, 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 it takes sure. about Addiction. fourteen days, two weeks is what they say to get yeah. it out of you. So what? Yeah. What was the trigger that made you pick them back up again? And uh, I sh- gotta have a cigarette. Stress. Stress. Probably stress. Yeah. Uh, probably also. Um, it was uh, depression as well would come into play mm-hmm. as well, and and, yeah. uh, and they were they were they were my. They it's were, a stimulant. Know, I mean, were, that nicotine yeah. is a stimulant. So Two, when you're yeah, twenty little friends. Oh, what is that? Lucky strikes. Lucky strikes. Yeah, they, they started they making them. Yeah. One. You want? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, next you'll find me asleep in the grass out there with a needle in my arm. And go right off the deep end. Now, the, uh, uh, they started did, making. Do they have filters on them now? These have, they started making them with filters yeah, now. Yeah. I saw uh, somebody, a uh, yeah. place I, uh, there's a smoke shop where I buy my lotto tickets because I'm going to win one day. So am and, I, right? And uh, I get, oh, so now all the money you spent on booze is going to lotto. Yeah, baby. exactly. I can't even have a party now. <laughs> and, uh, so I, some lady was talking about, give me the Paul Malls. And it's like, because my uncle used to smoke Paul Malls. The and non-filtered they non-filtered ones. They only make them with filters now. No, like, no, they still make Paul Malls. Do they? Oh, yeah. They still, okay. And they still make, that's what the guy said, was uh, that they all have filters. No, now. They, you can still get Lucky's non-filters, which I used to smoke. I used to smoke Chesterfield non-filters. Right, I remember that. As, as, uh, and, but, uh, yeah, these these came on the market, of, uh, you know, great and so forth. Uh, and, the, you know, they're... <laughs> Look at me rationalizing. <laughs> they're they're reasonably priced <laughs> compared to other right, cigarettes. Who else is buying Lucky Strikes? Everybody well, that used to smoke Lucky Strikes is dead. <laughs> <laughs> they died about thirty years ago. Actually, I will tell you, as a smoker, yeah, if one that's I, the healthiest I, cigarette I, on the no, market. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Smoking aids digestion. That's some of the old ads from the. You have a cold. I'm gonna. I think yeah. you should. Uh, I'm gonna write you a prescription for menthol. Yeah. No. When I when, when I would smoke a, a non-filtered cigarette, it was far more satisfying, and I would smoke one, and be done oh. for a while, as opposed to smoking. Well, how many have I had here in the podcast? Three. I guarantee you, if I had a, a non-filtered Lucky. I wouldn't have had three cigarettes in this ashtray before it was all said and done. Wow. You know, and that was my thing, too, with smoking was I was, uh, I guess I'm obsessive compulsive. Maybe it's part of that ADD thing, but. Uh, you have ADD. Th- yeah. ADHD, adult ADD, you know, which is, uh, I, I've read that it's pretty common that people who have that also because they focus on one thing at a time are susceptible to abuse of things so maybe that's why hmm. i drink too much but i could because i was that way with cigarettes i mean one after I, the other yeah. yeah i mean i couldn't and 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 you have those that after the meal cigarette there's those ritualistic cigarettes i have ritualistic cigarettes you yeah know. i don't leave this house in the morning to go to work without a cup of coffee and a smoke right to start yeah, the day. exactly yeah. coffee yeah. and cigarettes were like meant for each other right it seems like. yeah uh, you know, so I, so they, I always had to have those. And then right before I quit though, I, I turned into a fiend I, uh, because I knew I was quitting on January one and I, <laughs> you know, bought a carton of Marlboro. I switched from Marlboro lights. I'm going, I'm going to the heavy one. I'm going to try to kill myself with tobacco. And, uh, I started smoking like two and a half packs a day, just lighting one wow. after the other. And then I quit cold Turkey. Wow. Boom. So, Good for you, well, man. You know, I just because I quit, I just said I quit. I didn't say I'm going to try. 
to quit because you're already giving your, if you say I'm going to try, try to quit, yeah. uh, you're already giving yourself an out. Right. Oh, I tried. I couldn't do it. You make you a know? very yeah, good point. Say and I, thing. So you I just said, good point. <laughs> I quit just like I did with drinking. I'm, I quit. I'm done. I, you know, I'm 60. I fuck it. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And I, I don't can't. know how many examples I need. My father died at 82 years of age from lung cancer. You know, yeah. uh, I buried him. Yeah. You know, in Greece. And my, I remember my cousin, who was very close to my father, he was, we, he says, he, we were smoking out on, he goes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm seeing your dad, you know, yeah. waste away in that bed. I'm, I'm, and he still, you know, every time I talk to him, he goes, you still smoking? I go, yeah. He goes, I go, you? He goes, nope. Nope. He, he quit. He yeah. quit. He didn't try to quit. You said, yeah. he quit. you got to make the commitment. Yeah. And I have not been able to make that commitment in respects to cigarettes. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm weak. Um, well, uh, we we got to start wrapping things up, man. But uh, I tell you one thing: you haven't quit. You are still the engaging, funny man that oh. that, 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 I, that I that I know and love. And thank and, you. And uh, here, here, um, har, har. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, has it? You're in real estate. Hansberry mentioned it earlier. Yes. You're in real estate. Yeah. Has it made has has the has it made you sharper? Or I mean, do you feel better at your job? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel more committed. Uh, you know. Yeah, th- and that's the other thing. There's a lot of, uh, you know, like lenders, you, uh, realtors are, are always trying to get, you know, title companies or or uh, lenders try to, hey, we're having a happy hour. Come on, you right. know. So there was, all, and I used to go to those just for the b- beer, you know. They would, or you know, they would just have an open bar. So, I, and then I realized, what are you doing? This is supposed to be a professional mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just going there to drink you know and i would use these people as professionals but i mean you know i i just understand it's just part of the game right you know and uh but no it's i think it has made me sharper it's made me more dedicated to my work and you know i have other things to focus on now besides you know getting fucked up all the time or recovering the next morning (laughs) that was was my thing the next morning yeah right it was the next two days get up at 8 a.m and feel all right so yeah so yeah yeah and it's going well. Yeah, going yeah. great. Yeah, the market's kind of slowed down. Uh, you know, they jumped the interest rate up. And yeah, people that, just bailed. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's uh, like the my interest- friends bought a house at three percent, and you're charging me six. Yeah, I know six percent. I'm out of here. <laughs> You know, and it's like, you know, you tried buying a house back in the 80s. In the 70s, like, yeah. yeah. In the 70s, it was 18%. 18%, 22%. even in the early 2000s. I mean, yeah. I, the, my first house, I think we paid like 8 or 9%, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, uh, or that was in the 90s, I guess. But, uh, you know, it was, yeah. it's still relatively low. It's money's still cheap. The market, although because the inventory's so low, the home values have gone up. Yeah, a great deal. They've kind of leveled off, but they have they because yeah. we keep we keep hearing about and this. So our, our, our your little real estate tip here on whiskey business before <laughs> yeah, we close yeah. out. We, we heard that the outrageous prices are, are starting to come back down again. Yes, because I checked my house out recently, and yeah. someone said you should sell now, man, because you're not going to get what you, you're not going to get what you can get now in two years. I'm like, well, uh, I'm don't have any intention of not being here in two years. So yeah, right. then where are you going to go? Yeah. Anyway? yeah, where, yeah, where, yeah. Right. Then yeah. you got to find someplace else to yeah. go. That's the I'm big I'm going to stay here until it's time for Hansbury to take me to the home. <laughs> <laughs> God, I want me now. <laughs> You're the youngest. I can't it count on, on you. I can't count on Whitney. He might get there before me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Was he keeps, a bad back, so. <laughs> keeps eating those Sundays and uh, yeah. drinking scotch. Oh man! <laughs> um, thank you, buddy. I really, hey, thank I you. Really, really for appreciate it. Yeah. We needed we needed some laughs uh, here this week, and and uh, yeah, I'm glad that despite some of the insanity that we've all gone through through the years, and there's probably a lot more in the vault. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, that we could we could actually do a whole podcast on <laughs> just that week yeah. after week. But I had to stop myself like three times. Like I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, <laughs> no. Um, in fact, if I were to look in my comedy journals uh, that I kept through. The, oh, I, yeah. I kept comedy journals from my first open mic till the time I came to Sunday 95. So from uh, 1989 to 94, there's books upstairs that have all those stories written down oh, going and, all the, the you know that and, was part of the fun too you know you're performing but you, you wanted to see the cities you were going right, to see right. right so you're going out and the staff would usually accommodate mm-hmm. you know you'd find somebody that would go hey yeah you can, let's go to this bar let's go to this you know after the show's over you know so yeah you get to check out the local nightlife of Omaha, Nebraska, or whatever. But some city of those, in, yeah. some of those crazy adventures are in the in the journal written huh? down. Oh, oh, nice. That's your next movie, right yeah. there. There you go. No, that's my next bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ever got a hold of that? That's right. <laughs> All right, Hansberry. Let's wrap it up here before I say an official goodbye to Jeff Gage. Thanks for subscribing to your favorite uh, podcast. Wait, thanks for subscribing to Whiskey wow. Business on you. I'm not even, I'm not yeah, even yeah, drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's good. That's a good note for me. It doesn't well, matter if you're two. drinking or not. And uh, I was sitting here thinking, I was <laughs> like, I want to get Taco up. Bell. Uh, so I was like, so the Taco Bell cravings on the way home, does, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with the alcohol either. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. See what White you, Castle. See what you've learned? Yeah. When has anybody ever eaten White Castle sober? Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, alcohol has kept them in business for years. You know? <laughs> Johnny, oh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. I like I like White Castle. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're the outlier. I am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, whiskey Business is your podcast about whiskey. Not so much as it is one with whiskey. Like tonight, it's with a pot of coffee. Uh, thank you for subscribing uh, on your favorite podcasting app. I still app. don't think you got that right. Uh, it, uh, it was close. It was close. <laughs> I see what, good to me. what you were doing. <laughs> mm. uh, what else? Oh, uh, there, this is on YouTube. So if you're listening, okay. thank you. Find us on YouTube, uh, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Smash that subscribe button. Boom. Smash it. Smash. Smash or, it. Or gently rub it. Tickle. Yeah. Tickle it. <laughs> <laughs> Massage. Right. Activate the subscribe button. Uh, click the little bell too because you'll get a notification whenever we get a new uh, video up uh, Whiskey Business is on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter uh, WhiskeyBusinessPod.com is our website uh, thanks to evergreenpodcasts.com uh, they're our uh, parent company mm-hmm. thank you for voting for us yes, uh, for the Columbus Podcast Awards thank you so where'd it go? That's okay. That's okay. Sorry. Uh, you can leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank also, you. Uh, we'll, we'll put more stuff on social media. There it is. Our Halloween episode, live Halloween episode, yeah. October 11th, Tuesday, October Lo- 11th. We'll be doing it live. It won't be live yes. streaming or anything like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah, right. we want you to come out. We and want buy you a to ticket. come out and join us. <laughs> yes. 
as we record that right. podcast. Experience so, it. Experience yeah. it. The whiskey yes. business experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, mark your calendar now and come join us uh, 7 p.m. at uh, 451 in Clintonville. Uh, we've got George and Hope, who are the uh, horror movie experts, mm-hmm. and uh, our buddy Chip, or uh, your Chip, yeah, our buddy uh, Bucky, Bucky Cutright. Let me smell this. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, this is this is this has been great, and so... I've had four cups of coffee. So <laughs> see you tomorrow. I'm going to be up all night. Yeah, exactly. You're never. You have to go on the air. Tomorrow? Oh yeah, tomorrow morning. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, actually, I, I joke about that. I I could drink four cups of coffee and go, go right, right to bed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could do that. I would drink coffee all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I had a cup of coffee now, I would be up pacing the floor at like 6 a.m. going, oh, <laughs> God damn it, I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. No, I can go. When I'm tired, I'm tired. Yeah. yeah it's well, you only sleep like three hours a I night know. anyway. I still, so. that, still? That, yeah, still tonight. I won't, be, I, I won't go to bed tonight till probably after midnight. Wow. And I say it's because of the coffee. He says, no, oh, no, no, it's not the coffee. No, it's not the coffee. All right. I've, I think, you know what the problem is? I think because I've, I've learned to appreciate the, uh, the afternoon nap. Mm. Ah, I get a, I, 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 I take, nap. A, I take the 45 minute nap, the Da Vinci nap. And mm-hmm. I think that's got a lot to do with it. Okay. It has to. Yeah, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. 42 minutes, actually, I think yeah. is what Da Vinci did. Maybe 45. Yeah, he would sleep for 45 minutes and get up and work for five to six hours. And he would sleep again for 45 minutes, get up and work for five to six hours. And and that's how he was so prolific and, and got so much shit done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I'm not painting any any chapels. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're like uh, the Howard Stern of Columbus. You're, you're a filmmaker, uh, podcast, Ooh, radio yeah. personality. Writer, yeah, you got your hands in everything, man. Yeah, now I know why you invited him on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, stroke your ego. Yeah, thanks, thanks. That'll be twenty bucks. (laughs) Thank you much. No, but I mean, you 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 are the Da Vinci in a sense that that you accomplish. I mean, it's all it's the people I work with that help me out. I couldn't do this without John Whitney on the video side. Thank you. Greg Hansberry on the audio side. Even though there's only uh, the three of us, we call we call my buddy our buddy Chip Cassell the the fifth Beetle. Yeah. Even though you would actually make four, but yeah, 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 yeah. it's funnier when you say the fifth Beetle. And our guest tonight, uh, my buddy Jeff Gage. Man, continued success on this new journey that you're on, man. I applaud it. I support it. Uh, to anybody else out there who's doing the same thing, we support you as well. Um, uh, you know where to go if you need to get help for anything like this. And uh, I think the the biggest uh, thing you have to do is it, admit it to yourself, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It's got to start with you. So uh, until uh, I usually close with until the next bottle, which we will have on the next podcast. Yeah. Um, see. <laughs>
we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.